My name is Angela. My name is Nicole. And welcome to the Oministich Podcast. Hello, Stitchers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 50th episode. This is one year of us doing this. One year of you guys having to put up with with all of our crazy little antics. put up with us. No. No, hopefully enjoying us. Yeah. Like feeling like you guys are our buds now because we feel like you guys are our buds. Yeah, this is fun. This is fun. We are enjoying it. We are not stopping. We are celebrating. Send in the clowns. (laughs) I knew she was going to do this to me. I knew she was going to make a clown episode. So be prepared prepared for me to be like freaking out the entire episode. I know it's going to happen. It's like my my goal in life when I do this podcast to see how much I can scare Angela. I know. (laughs) I know. I am like ready. I have coffee in hand. I've been dreading but also excited for this episode. Okay, good. (laughs) If you've stayed with us this whole time, thank you so much. Kudos. I'm so happy to have you all here. Yes, we are. We're very happy. And And speaking of happy to have, we have a new patron. (laughs) So this patron comes to us. I can tell you all about this patron. I've known him my entire life. Your entire life. Yes. My entire life is my dad. Yay, daddy. (laughs) Hello, Mike Rasmussen. You're getting a shout out. Thank you so much for joining our patrons. We have three now. Look at us go. (laughs) It's growing. It's growing. It's very exciting. Thank you, Dad, for being a patron. We got him with the Stargate and Portals, and I knew we were going to. Good job. That one, yeah. So. No, good job to you. That oh, was your okay. research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Well, good good on us. So. Yes, good but on thank us. thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for another patron. We're very excited, and I'll be sending you stuff. Really, you didn't have to become a patron for me to send you stuff, Dad, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. We're very happy that you're supporting us. That's it's, sweet. It's wonderful. Yeah. And we're glad that you listen. Thank and you. And I know you're getting my sister to listen because I talked to my sister Heather today. Hi oh, Heather. Really? Not Becca? Not Be- Becca already listens. I know. Yeah. My Thank sister, you Becca. My sister Becca already listens. But um, Heather has started to listen. She's like, okay, you're funny. Uh, <laughs> so hi sibling. Heather. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it's awesome. fun. So we're excited to have another patron. So now we have three. We have Miss Lovely Miss Kate, Lovely Miss Brittany, mm-hmm. and now my dear old dad, Woo-hoo. Mike. Oh, <laughs> we're happy to have you all. Yes, we are. If anybody else wants to become a patron, you can hop over to our Podbean, podbean.com. There's a little button in the upper right corner that says become a patron. You become can a click patron. on that and it will take you through all the steps to help support our lovely little podcast so that we can have another year celebration. That'd be and great. Watch me freak out to clowns next year <laughs> <laughs> again. Or something else that's spooky. Or something else. I'm sure there will be something else that's going to scare me. Always. So many. Miss Nicole, what has you in stitches? No, I'm just so happy to to we reached 50. I know. This is insane. I'm 50. 50. I can kick and stretch. <laughs> I'm 50. But we, we reached 
10,000 downloads. I know. That's another huge milestone. Yes. 10,000 downloads. 50th episode. This is so cool. It's Look surreal. at us doing a thing. We did a thing. <laughs> we didn't give up. We're going we're, we're to keep going as long as we can because this is so much fun. So yes. I'm so happy. I'm I'm so happy. You're so happy. I'm so happy. Just as long as we stay happy. <laughs> and morbid. <laughs> and morbid. <laughs> all of the things. We are all of the things. We are. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Is that your stitch or what, is, what has yeah. you in stitches? Well, my oldest child, Aww, my daughter, is one. growing up. She graduated Aww. elementary school, going into junior high, which is a whole big thing. Oh, man. And we've started, you know, letting her have some more independence, which is always a scary thing. She is off with my sister, Becca, who we've mentioned a lot on this. And she's... Oh, she's visiting. Yes. My oh, sister, Becca's in Aww. town. Hi, Becca. She came in town specifically to take my daughter to work with her because it's take your child to work day today. Oh, she borrowed your child. She borrowed my child and they are in L.A. Ooh, at the L.A. Office. Downtown L.A. Yeah. And so she's been having this big L.A. adventure. She had an overnight with her aunt. Oh, wow. And uh, they're That's at exciting. work all day today. It's exciting. I'm a nervous Nelly, but oh, you know, it's, it's okay. good. She's in good hands. It's good. She's in good hands. We've, you know, talked to her a couple times. And then I looked at my sister yesterday and I was like, this girl is my life. <laughs> Do not lose her. And I was in tears and, and my sister's just no. laughing at me. She goes, I know everything's going to be fine. I'm like, I know. And I know I'm ridiculous. And I know you're Don't responsible. Worry. I know you're going to take care of her. But, you know, it's tough, man. Yeah. It's tough. No, I get it. I totally but, get it. I'm, I'm still paranoid letting my kids get on a bus on a field trip because they usually don't have seatbelts. Seatbelts, yeah. And that scares the, the poop out of me. And so <laughs> I totally feel you. And, and But she is growing up. That's so quick. I don't like I it. I know. I bet, like, so think about it when you were going into junior high. Yeah. And, like, junior high for us starts in seventh grade. So she's a year, because I was in sixth grade. I was in sixth grade, grade yeah, when I started junior high. middle school, yeah. But, like, think of how much independence you had when you were in seventh grade yeah it was a different time too I was <laughs> running around the neighborhood like yeah you know I'd like leave my house and come back at the rule was come back before it gets dark outside right go right come back before it gets dark and now it's like don't <laughs> even leave like the house I know it's like where are you going yeah. <laughs> what are you doing do I have everyone's number mm -hmm. oh it's so funny such a different time but it is I'm very proud of her. She got the Presidential Scholar Award. So wow. she's like a little super smarty kid. And Get it. Uh, she spoke at her little graduation. Aww. And it was, uh, it was so cute. That's so sweet. Yeah. Aww. My little baby's growing up. <laughs> Too fast. I swear. Too fast. Time, and especially I feel like when the older you get. Yeah. Time just goes so much faster. Time portal? <laughs> Maybe when we older, we see it more. I don't know. But yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. She'll be okay. Yeah. No, she's doing awesome. I'm very proud of her. I'm very proud of all my kids. Yeah. And they started tennis this summer too. Yay. So it was really exciting. And, Aww. Yeah. New doing sports, new things. New, things, yeah. you know, new experiences. And the summer's just going to fly by. It always does. Mm -hmm. It always does. It feels like it's just very short. It's it's only it two is. months. It's very <laughs> it short. Super short. Uh, all right. Well, enough reminiscing. Yes. Let's uh, get this episode over with. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to drag it out. Oh, no. no. But you did a crazy cool stitch. She just brought it out to me, and I was so impressed. I'm so excited to show you guys this. I'm telling you, it she's is, a genius. I was inspired. Well, well let's just, let's get stitching. And okay, I'll talk let's about get stitching. Let's get stitching. 
Okay, Stitchers. So for this week's Stitch, I was inspired by this YouTube channel because, you know, I, I'm always looking up crochet stuff on YouTube. So YouTube loves to suggest, hey, what do you think about this crochet thing? Seriously. So I've never heard of this before, but this is like really fun. It's Oh Floppin' Fiddlesticks Craft oh. and Coffee House. <laughs> That's the name of the channel. What, oh, say it again. Oh. Floppin' Fiddlesticks. Mark. Yeah. Oh, with a smiley face and hearts. Oh, okay. Floppin' Fiddlesticks Craft and Coffee House. You made it sound cooler because it is flopping, but you went floppin'. Floppin'. <laughs> floppin' Fiddlesticks. That's right, cute. My little southern is floppin' oh, Fiddlesticks. It. So she does, she's really cute things on here, but the one that it su suggested is called the easiest granny square super cute diy crochet bag Ooh, i love yeah. it so it's a really cool bag it is and i was inspired by it i didn't follow her pattern i just chose a granny square that i actually just kind of made up i just kind of put a couple of granny square elements together i decided to do sunflowers because you know it's summertime so it's three granny squares and you make the granny squares as big as you want. Mm -hmm. And then you fold two of them in half, face each other. So they're diamonds and you put the third one folded in half underneath. Right. Do you see? I do. And it makes like, and did a you, bag. and you, did you stitch it together and with that different color? Together. Yeah. I stitch them you together. You make it look so green. effortlessly. I don't know. I can't, I, you are amazing. It's pretty, it's no, it's awesome. <laughs> and then you just make, you know, a strap to go across and mm -hmm. then you have this cute little bag I was thinking about adding a fourth granny square mm. on the top and right. just sewing you know one part of it over so that it becomes like a, a lid a flap. a flap for the purse so but cool. it's so cool you guys three granny squares it took no time you know you just make the like granny your squares sunflowers and them together thank you They're so pretty and you can make the granny squares as big or as small as you want depending upon whatever size yeah. bag you want the strap can be however so big cool. or long you want but I was thinking I would make like a big huge one for like a beach bag you know Ooh, yeah a perfect big, big little one. beach bag but it right now it's this cute little purse that my youngest has touch. already decided she wants to claim of course she does but you know she anything cute that I make she's like that's mine I want it that's mine I'm like I have to give some of these to the patrons <laughs> you can't take all how of long the so how long did it take you to make this two days Two days, so one day cool. to do the, well, one day to do the granny squares right. and kind of plan it out. And then I just stitched it all together yesterday. <laughs> You're so quick. Yay. So it's fast. It's easy and it's super cute. And if you have granny squares, mm -hmm. you know, which are a great thing to make during the summer because who wants to make a big bulky blanket during the summer? True that. You know, you just make Actually, these little I granny do. squares. <laughs> I know I do too. <laughs> But I want you to make, make all the things. Yeah, so. you make these little granny squares. That's and then, so good. And it's just, you know, the method behind it is you can do any kind of bag with it. Right. So I'm sure I will be making a lot of these. I'm sure our patrons will be getting some. Yay. So. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Dad, do you want a purse? I'll make you a purse. So anyway, pretty cool. You can make that's him a vest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll make him. I... I'm still going to do that to my dad. I'm going to make him all these cute little things and be like, here you go, dad. Oh, he's going to love it. Got you a vest. Uh, he's going to like not be a patron anymore. No. <laughs> I don't want this. Just kidding. Just kidding, dad. We'll send you some Just cool kidding. stuff. Just kidding. 
But yeah, so that's my little. It's so cool, Angela. Stitch. Good job. Thank you. It's amazing. Yeah, you, you always baffle me because you're so cool about this. You make cool things too. I know, you but you're me. like, I take like three weeks to make one project, and you're like, oh, well, I you're doing Amigurumi. Like yeah, but that's this is like this is hard. It's to not me. hard. Okay, whatever. <laughs> tomato 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 <laughs> let's call the whole thing off. all right so i guess i've dragged out my stitch as long as i can no, possibly but I do really, my stitches i'm so excited uh, i know it, i'm 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 kind of excited we'll link the youtube on our page and i'll put that uh, hopefully if we can put that on the social i'll put the link on the youtube yes and for and but you said you kind of did this on your own though yeah i just you know it's the method is really simple. I just borrowed her method. Oh, okay. And I think she stitched them together very differently than I did. I still think but that I, cool. But I love my little... Yeah. I love doing it this way. This is just... I slip stitched it together. And oh. that's all it is. It's just a slip stitch nice. between the seams. And then looks, I, I like so the way... Yeah. I like the way that looks. It looks nice and clean. Right. I think she used a half double crochet to, to oh. do them together. And that's a little chunkier usually. Yeah. It, it makes a bigger seam. Yeah. This is just like a cute little simple seam and I feel like it gives it a little bit more structure that way too mm -hmm. I don't know I just made up my own granny square I just borrowed her method so make up your own granny squares so you didn't or use a pattern for the the sunflower granny square no you just know how to do it yeah you're so cool you know I, I've seen enough you can kind of figure it out if you know basic things about granny squares I can link the inspiration patterns that I used to, to, to do the granny squares that kind of combined like three or four of them okay but once you understand the method behind making a granny square or you can find your own favorite pattern I recommend when you do do the granny square especially you if you're not going to do too, right if you're not yes I kept expanding it yeah. I just kept making it bigger and doing things I recommend that you use a granny square pattern that doesn't have a lot of holes in it because you're making <laughs> a bag you know so you don't want a lot of places Unless, for things oh, to slip through you this is awesome for like if you make a bigger one you could put your your yarn in and a crochet like travel thing yeah it could and, be a it could be anything it's just it's a cool bag yeah. and you can make it whatever size you want I love it do whatever you want with it and it's it's a really fast easy method to make a bag so I liked cool. it so much I love it and it's just cute to have these granny squares on it yeah and you can make any color yeah oh, I love it any colors anything but that sunflower the world's perfect. your oyster here <laughs> you do whatever you want you're your own artist <laughs> well, you, are you so, ready for this yes i'm ready it's story <laughs> time <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> do, 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 do circus, do, 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 do circus, circus, circus. <laughs> All right, this special fiftieth episode, I want to deep dive into a topic that has both Angela and me on the edgiest of edges. You're so cruel, Clemens. <laughs> now, trigger warnings are sprinkled throughout this episode. Oh okay? no! So, listener discretion advised. You probably don't want younger ears around, <gasps> which is funny. I was on my way over to Angela's. I've got my my littlest one with me. Am I old enough to listen to the podcast? <laughs> and I let him listen to the uh -huh. most recent one, which I was like, okay, this is. But he did have some questions. Oh no! Were, What's an ice pick? I'm like, oh, oh sure. no! 
<laughs> so yeah, listener discretion advice for yeah. sure though on this one, okay? Now, why are clowns so freaking scary? Because they're I, they just are. <laughs> now, Angela, do you have any background with why you're so fearful of of clowns? I I used to actually like clowns when I was little. I thought they were fun. And okay. If they have like a friendly expression, then they're fun. But all the paintings, like my, I had a childhood friend growing up, and she had clown paintings in a room that she would cover up with paper, because <laughs> they have a weird grin and mm -hmm. it's all over exaggerated so i think yes. that's why they're scary is that they're just very over exaggerated and they get in your face mm -hmm. and that's what creeps me out about them okay is that they're trying to like i don't know our minds just morph them into like this over exaggeration of being in your face and like being like really weird and it just gets scary. You're, you're amongst very, uh, a big population. Okay. Sure. Okay. No, I just wanted to see why, why you're afraid of it. Cause I've told you guys, I, I think I've told the podcast before when I was growing up, I had same thing. I had a big like poster on my, it wasn't even a poster. It was like a, like a actual artwork, but it had this shine to it. So it looked 3d. Oh, weird. Yeah. So like one way you look at it, it looks like it's like moving and looking uh -huh. at you. So that was one. And two was poltergeist. Oh, yeah. I watched that when I was five years old. Yeah. And there's a clown under your bed. And that scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. not cool. So media, right? Media yeah. kind of exaggerates. Media exaggerates the clowns. Totally. Yeah. Well, so I want to discuss, I think this is how it's pronounced. Why didn't I look this up? Calrophobia. Calrophobia. Okay. Or it's cool. No, I'm sure it's cal. Calrophobia. And the science behind why humans have this immense fear of clowns, <laughs> the evolution of clowns, and a few spooky things that we may have discussed in past episodes, plus other frightening clown topics. Mm -hmm. okay. Now, Britannica.com states that calrophobia, the fear of clowns, is a rare phobia. But the Guardian says that according to researchers, it's a common phobia. So who knows? <laughs> but uh, it's they say it's more common than the fear of heights. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. That's interesting. So people are more afraid of clowns on the ground than flying, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, now, researchers believe calrophobia has been around for roughly 4,500 years because clowns have existed for about that long. 4,000 years? Yes, over 4,000. What? In fact, the first known clowns were known to exist around 2400 BC in the 5th dynasty of Egypt. These clowns served uh, a socio-religious and psychological role. And most of the time, <laughs> yeah, most of the time, the clown and priest were one and the same person. What? That's so crazy. Strange, what? yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't no. either. But clowns were seen in more important roles in non-Western cultures, whereas in Western cultures, closer to modern times, clowns were seen uh, as a traditional circus clown with a more comedic role. Mm -hmm. And note that the English word clown wasn't recorded until about 1560 with the generic meaning rustic boar or peasant and possibly traced to Scandinavian origins, but it's not 100% known. Interesting. Clown. 
Clown. But I digress because I'm not here to give you a history lesson on clowns. Why are we so afraid of them? I don't know. <laughs> no. According to Dr. Ramey Nader in Vancouver, he believes that the fear of clowns stems from the feeling of not knowing what is really going on in the mind of the person behind the face paint or mask. Kind of like what you're touching on. Okay. Like this just big over you know, emphasized makeup. Yes. Right? Yes. When there is a huge painted smile on a clown's face. There's inherent mistrust. Yeah, because yeah. like it's over exaggerated. You shouldn't be smiling that much. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. It's not genuine. No. Professor of psychology Frank McAndrew adds that clowns have a long history of being seen as suspicious. In medieval Europe, jesters were supposed to poke fun of kings and they made fun of in, people in high places uncomfortable. He believes clowns are designed to make people afraid. They're pranksters. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Like, yeah, the yeah, I get that. Yeah. Okay. Now, at the University of South Wales, hundreds of participants of a research experiment were given a questionnaire about clowns. And hilariously, it was called the Fear of Clowns Questionnaire. <laughs> okay, very straightforward. In this survey, participants were asked to rank statements based on intensity of feeling, and statements included... I think a lot about clowns, too. Clowns are one of my worst fears. And also, if I came across a clown, I would leave the room. <laughs> After going through all the collected data, researchers narrowed down eight primary causes of calrophobia. Okay, number eight. We're going to read this like... Uh, Letterman, okay. Number okay. eight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a frightening experience with a clown. Okay. That's number yeah. eight. Number seven, negative portrayals of clowns in popular culture. Like, yeah, my yeah. Fear. Six, fear of clowns has been learned from family members. Oh, yeah. We fall into that category with our own children because we made up a camp story. That's I've right. told that story See? on this podcast before. Now we made up a camping story thanks, about, about a clown named Bobo and who eats children, which. I, that's a very common clown trope. <laughs> but anyway, it there got go. to the point where we actually have a Bobo doll. Ah, I was going to bring him out and let him sit Ooh, here during the podcast. Why didn't you bring it? That would have been perfect. Because <laughs> mm, it's a clown and it's creepy and I don't want him sitting here staring at me. Because <laughs> he'll come to life. Okay. Number five. Clowns unpredictable behavior makes us uncomfortable. Number four, the color of clown makeup reminds us of death, infection, Ew. or blood injury Ew. and evokes disgust or avoidance. Okay, that makes sense. White face, you're like totally pale, pale no color. With red. With red is blood. Yeah. And then. And um, red is injury. And injury. Yep. And so is blue. Blue. Bruises. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Weird. Strange. Okay. Right? Number three, clown makeup hides emotional signals and creates uncertainty. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number two, clowns' exaggerated facial features convey a direct sense of threat. Yeah. Okay. And then number one reason, an eerie or unsettling feeling due to clowns' makeup making them look not quite human. A similar response is sometimes seen with dolls or mannequins. The uncanny valley. Yes. yes. See, there you go. So that was number one. Nice. Okay. The survey also showed that women uh -huh. are more afraid of clowns than men. <laughs> Why? <laughs> 
because we're more admitting to it, I bet. I, probably. <laughs> Man's like, I'm not afraid yeah. of anything. Yeah. yeah, clowns are scary. Yeah, no, they are. With that, let's go into some pretty creepy real life and paranormal clown situations through history. Okay. This is so exciting. Okay, the first one. Yes. Now, who wouldn't be afraid of clowns when there was a serial killer caught in the 1970s for murdering <laughs> over 30 young men, uh-huh. nicknamed the, the killer, killer clown. clown? Yep. I'm referring to John Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to scratch the surface here, but last year Netflix released Conversations with a Killer, the John Wayne Gacy tapes. And what a doozy. Did you watch that? I did not because okay. it's clowns and it scares the poop out of this me. And so I didn't insane, do it. This insane though. Well, yeah. Freaking insane. But like I said, we, this isn't going to be like diving into him. Right. So, and there's so much out there on him, but yeah. Now, interesting, though, how across the different websites, Gacy's early life varies vastly. Britannica states John Wayne Gacy, born March 17th, 1942, had a quote-unquote fairly ordinary childhood. Ah, However, everybody else, biography.com, says quite the opposite in that his father was an alcoholic who beat him and his siblings with a razor strap if he thought they misbehaved. Yeah, that's not normal. Oh, nope. He would also physically abuse Gacy's mother as well. Oh, no. Yeah, so that is definitely not a normal upbringing. At school, he remained alone as he couldn't play with other kids due to a congenital heart condition. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure how much later into his life he figured this out, but he did realize he was attracted to men, which threw his inner life in turmoil and sure how to proceed with his sexuality. Oh, poor so All of this going on is just so hard for him. I'm like, poor dude, but poor no. Dude. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No, 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 empathy no, for no, him. He was capable of, of going the, the, the right direction on this. Therapy, y'all. Yeah. Check it out. It helps. Betterhelp.com. I'm <laughs> <laughs> we are not sponsored, <laughs> but we would love to be. I'll plug it, but yeah. yeah, we're not sponsored. All right. Throughout the 60s, Gacy was married and worked as a fast food manager because her uh, father was like, hey, I've got all these restaurants. I'm going to have you manage them. Pretty okay, cool. Yeah. You get to marry into that. But in 1968, Gacy was convicted for sodomizing a boy. Gacy was sentenced for 10 years, but only served 18 months. That's pretty crazy. What? When he was released, he was div- a divorced man, and he decided to make a fresh start for himself and move to Chicago. Wait, 18 months already divorced. He was like, okay, you're in prison, done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once, I think, I'm, I didn't you know, read about this, but I'm sure, like, once you find out this is what you're convicted for, no, yeah, I don't want to yeah, be married yeah. to you. This yeah. is gross. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. Here he became a well-liked figure in his community. He became an independent building contractor, volunteered as a Democratic precinct captain, attended church weekly, and even remarried. So his whole life got flipped upside down. Dude, my life got flipped turned <laughs> upside down. He is not the prince. But, no. You know. <laughs> he would also throw ex- extravagant block parties. So there he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Among the political and church activities, Gacy also was an active member of the Chicago area Jolly Joker Clown Club. Wow. <laughs> he would frequently perform in his clown attire and makeup at children's parties, charity fundraisers, and other events as either Pogo the Clown or Patches the Clown. Note that as he became skilled at applying his own clown makeup, he decided to paint sharp corners versus the round corners that typical professional clowns would adorn because to him it, quote unquote, wouldn't scare the children. Sharp corners don't scare the children? Because it's more like 
it's more defined as a smile. I don't know. No. Uh, no. He would tell everyone that he entertained at children's hospitals, but there is no evidence. Of no, I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it. Stop. I showed her oh, pictures. No. There he is. It's terrifying. Or patches. Why is that so? I don't like it. That's so scary. I mean, right? even if I didn't know who he is and yeah. what he does. It's still it's scary. Still, I don't like it. That's not that's not entertaining, right? That sharp corner smile does not help at all. Oh man. No. And the blue eyes? No. No, that's not cool. From early to mid 1970s, Gacy was accused a couple more times of sexual assault by young teenage boys, but the charges were dropped. As a highly well-liked figure by all, no one suspected what Gacy was doing throughout the 1970s. By 1975, Gacy openly admitted to his wife that he was bisexual, but then on May 11th, after the two made love, he declared he wouldn't have sex with her ever again. <laughs> she noticed Gacy bringing teenage boys home through the garage and also found gay pornography in the home, and the two mutually divorced in March of 1976. And then, in mm -hmm. 1978... 15-year-old Robert Peast was reported missing, last seen by his mother at the drugstore he worked at, and she knew he was to meet John Wayne Gacy afterwards for a potential construction job, mm -hmm. but never came home. When no other leads turned up, police arrived at Gacy's doorstep 10 days after Peast went missing. There was an intense surveillance that led up to that meeting. Gacy knew police were following him and even invited them out to meals and restaurants. He was just being a jerk. He's like, you can't catch me. Yeah. That's so gross. Uh. December 17th. <laughs> I love that. 1978. Gacy invited two surveillance detectives to a restaurant for breakfast and openly talked about his business, marriages, and even his activities as a registered clown. Oh, God. At one point, so, so gross. At one point, Gacy remarked to one of the two surveillance detectives, you know, clowns can get away with murder. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this guy, this man. Guy. Uh, his, uh, his thought process, you know, definitely not normal. So narcissistic yes. and egotistical and just, yep. it's, oh. And he thinks he can get away with it as, uh. he, as he states, basically. After obtaining a warrant to search Gacy's home and finding small trinkets belonging to other victims, as well as a photo receipt from the pharmacy that Peace worked at, which tied Gacy to the pharmacy the day Peace went missing, which led to a colleague of Peace who confirmed he left with Gacy. Gacy eventually confessed to his lawyer that he did commit at least 30 murders. Oh, my God. Police confirmed the majority of his victims by obtaining a second warrant to search Gacy's home, where they uncovered 29 bodies total on Gacy's property. Holy crap. On he his buried them on his property? 26 in the crawl space, three in other various areas under the home. Oh, my God. Gosh. So I didn't put this in, but basically he had people come at construction. He hired people to dig that crawl space uh -huh. and he would watch carefully and say, okay, I need it go through here and here. He was very meticulous because he knew he was going to throw bodies in there. Didn't it like stink? How did it not smell? No idea. He had it so far underneath his house. Ah, <laughs> I don't like it. No. Sadly, eight of those bodies could not be identified because oh they're just so decomposed. 
Gacy confessed to a total of 33 murders because a witness also came forth and said he had killed at least 30. But there could have been more. Uh, Gacy's last five victims were thrown off the I-55 bridge into the Des Plaines River because his crawl space was full. Oh, my God. Poor, poor victims. Gacy Ah! confessed that his first victim was 15-year-old Timothy Jack McCoy, whom Gacy picked up at the Chicago Greyhound bus terminal. He promised McCoy he would take him sightseeing around Chicago, have him stay the night, and then promised he would take him back to the terminal to catch his connecting bus to Omaha. That night, Gacy claims, claims, he saw McCoy at his door to his bedroom holding a knife. After McCoy held his arms up in surrender, Gacy still tried to wrestle the knife from his hands, which resulted in an accidental wound to Gacy's arm. But mm. then Gacy proceeded to attack McCoy and ended up stabbing him while straddling his body. Uh-huh, sure. After the murder, though, Gacy noticed breakfast being made and two place settings and that McCoy most likely went to wake up Gacy but was holding a kitchen knife while doing it. Oh, my gosh. This is pivotal, though, in Gacy's lust for killing as he claimed that while stabbing McCoy, he was aroused and said, that's when I realized death was the ultimate thrill. Uh, no. Gross, no, gross, no. gross. I don't like it. Yeah. So now back to Gacy's home. Gacy's victims were all found in different ways, some with bags around heads or torsos, some mutilated, but as I mentioned, not all were identified. Robert Peast's body was found on April 9th, 1979, in exposed roots on the edge of the Des Plaines River. February 6, 1980, John Wayne Gacy was tried for 33 murders total. A year prior, Gacy attempted to plead that he suffered from multiple personality disorder and met with doctors for over 300 hours. And some doctors even did testify on his behalf with this claim. That nope. sounds like the room, um, oh, the oh, identity, oh, identity. Identity. Yeah, it sounds like identity. Yes. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, they could have gotten the I, the premise for that movie from, from this. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that one was different. I feel like that was they were he did have all those personalities. This yeah, he didn't. Prosecution argued Gacy was able to think logically and was of sound mind because he was able to control his actions and the insanity plea was a sham. Duh. Well, yeah, he yeah. was very meticulous on. He was narcissistic. Yeah, he yeah. knew what he was doing. In a short two-hour deliberation by the jury, Gacy was found guilty of 33 charges of murder and was sentenced to death. The initial execution date was set for June 2nd, 1980, but after a lot of court hearings, appeals, etc., Gacy's execution took place May 9th, 1994, but was confirmed at 12.58 a.m. May 10th, 1994. Oh my goodness. That, evil. That evil, evil clown. Like, See? I know. Ew. <laughs> so gross. Next, we have Joseph Grimaldi. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have mentioned him in a previous past haunted theater episode. Yes. yes. Uh, but he is one of the most recognized and celebrated OG clowns. And Joseph Grimaldi, we're going to dive into him a little bit. Uh, So he was born on December 18th, 1978 in Westminster, London. His father was an Italian pantomime artist as well as ballet master. 
Mm-hmm. And yep. while his mother was a dancer. And Grimaldi's father was not the greatest. It oh, is no. known <laughs> that he had at least 10 children with three different women. Oh, no. <laughs> he got around. So uh, when, spreading the seed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So when Joseph was born, Grimaldi was splitting his time between mistresses, and Joseph was raised by his mother alone most of the time in a slummy area of London. Oh, Joseph. This poor little guy. At some point, though, he went back to them and had another child, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, but Joseph was groomed to be a performer at the wee age of two years old. Oh, buddy. Two. And he oh. has, but he was having a great time. So, okay, good. Yeah, Joseph was introduced to the stage at Drury Lane Theater in London, England. Then when he was a hit at the Sadler's Well Theater the following year, the first major role there was as Little Clown in uh. the pantomime, <laughs> The Triumph of Mirth, or... Harlequin's Wedding, in which his father starred in it as well. Oh, yeah. nice. Father-son act. Exactly. A little, little, little bonding. It's like, <laughs> hey, I know you. <laughs> We're going to act together. While working at Sadler's Well, Grimaldi was seen as a great innovator due to his physical dexterity as a clown and became well-known in this role alone. Typecasting. <laughs> he, he did what he, he did great at, so oh, there you go. That's good. Yeah. Following in his father's footsteps, he starred in the pantomime version of Robinson Crusoe in the 1790s. Now, even though he had more work afterwards, working at Drury Lane became turbulent, and he left the theater in 1806. Grimaldi worked between Convent, uh, con yeah, Convent Garden and Sadler's Well Theatres, and at this point was London's leading clown and comic entertainer. In 1820, due to disagreements with the theater's management, he parted ways. And because of his injuries and his health was declining, Grimaldi retired in 1823. Sadly, in his last years of his life, Grimaldi was very depressed and lived as an impoverished alcoholic. Oh, sad clown. He was like, yeah, no. No. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, sad clown. Vida <laughs> Pagliaccio. <laughs> exactly. He died in his home in Islington in 1837 at the age of 58, but was known to all as the father of the clowns. Now, it's hard to say that the next couple accounts were from Joseph Grimaldi himself, but because he loved the stage as well as the ladies, people claim it was him indeed. So let's go back. Okay. I'm going to repeat what we talked about in that Many, many theater. moons ago. Yeah. Go back and listen to that episode yeah. if you haven't already. Exactly. I can't tell you what number it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing, right? Number one through 50, somewhere in there. Some, somewhere in there. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so we, I, like I said, I've talked about this before, but I'm going to repeat it again. From Ghost Walk of the Lanes website and previously mentioned, the musical Oklahoma was taking place at the Drury Lane Theater, and one of the actresses was having difficulties delivering her punchlines. And I remember that? Yes, I love this story. Yeah, and failing miserably night after night. But then, one performance, she suddenly felt these strong hands rest on her shoulders and started maneuvering her around different parts of the stage and even rep repositioned her arms and readjusted the angle of her head. When she was delivering uh, her lines then, the audience erupted in laughter. I guarantee it's Ado Annie. I'm just a girl who can't say no. I guarantee oh, it's her because I, I mean she's a comedic role. Oh, so, yeah. well, then that's probably her. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, again, they, that's... 
there's not seen, there's no physical like clown, but they think because he was just such a helpful person and loved yeah. the theater and loved ladies. Yeah. I, that's such a sweet story. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And then the same thing happened years later. The king and I took the stage in the same theater and a young singer was on stage auditioning, but she was overcome with stage fright and couldn't perform until out of nowhere. She felt a tap on her shoulder, as well as a calming touch by unseen hands that helped guide her to the center stage. She performed her audition beautifully with no fear, thanks to this ethereal force holding her hand. And she was given the star role in the musical. Yay. See, I like him. Yeah. I so remember him. Yeah. I liked him. He was sweet. So he's Thank not you for throwing a nice, nice clown in there for me. A nice clown. <laughs> And I need to correct my haunted theater episode too in the oh. last statement. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It, it was remember I told you about the severed head being seen up in the wings. Of, yeah. Uh, clown head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, Giuseppe Joseph Grimaldi's father was the one that asked in his will for his children to sever his head from his body because dude had a morbid fear of being buried alive. So it wasn't oh, Joseph Grimaldi wanting to be. It was his dad. His dad. Well, that makes sense because that felt like out of place. Just like right. this creepy ghost head when he was like being so helpful. To oh, but just wait. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you No, but you're right. You're right. But, okay. Yeah. But it said Giuseppe su suffered from taphophobia coming from the Greek word meaning Fear of the grave and refers to the Latin version vivis sepulcha. I don't even want to say it or burying alive. God bless you. Thank That's you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and what's messed up is that he offered a bribe in his will to his oldest daughter, Margaret, in order to carry out the gruesome task of beheading him, which was a gold watch that was worth a lot of money at that time. Dear Lord, how he was just that scared of being buried alive. He's like, just that cut my head off. <sighs> But like making your kid do it though? exactly that's terrifying. That's no, I no, I no, I no, no. <laughs> just no. I am not doing that. Yes. <laughs> so, like I said, maybe that one in Drury Lane is Giuseppe being yes. seen. Okay. And okay. But that's Joseph's. I have a clown face. That's pretty creepy too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I I would rather not see his clown face. <laughs> I thank you for being a helpful clown a helpful ghost right but like dude <laughs> the, the depiction's like pretty the creepy pictures. yeah and didn't like people they base their makeup off of what yes, he did right exactly yeah. yeah father of the clowns see i remember things good job i'm not that old but my <laughs> no, you have the elephant memory you're the, good yeah uh, yeah <laughs> sort of <laughs> not as not as good as what it once was but <laughs> Yeah. Now, note, I knew after reading about Joseph Grimaldi's background that Drury Lane Theater wasn't the only place his spirit visits. Since Grimaldi had a longstanding career at the Sadler's Well Theater in Islington, patrons and staff used to see him sitting in one of the boxes of his boxes. But sadly, the theater was updated and this box no longer exists. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. So they used to see him there all the time. Well, okay. A not a bummer because it's a bummer that we don't get to see his ghost anymore but like if i saw a clown sitting in a box i would want to get rid of that box yeah, so exactly. like i understand <laughs> so you get both sides here yeah yeah uh okay but here is where they used to see joseph grimaldi's floating clown head in the back rows of the old theater mm. so it's not only drury lane 
But okay, is it Joseph or is it his dad? They think it's Joseph, but it could be Giuseppe since, again, he was the one. He's the one that has his head severed. Yeah. He's just following his son. He's trying to ride his son's coattails. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's Giuseppe. But sadly, this, the area where they saw the floating head in Sadler's Well Theater has also been replaced. (laughs) 1998 it was. So I don't think he's visible to this day. Or is he? Uh oh. (laughs) Let us know if anybody's been out to those theaters. If you've seen a clown head floating around, hey. Oh my God. (laughs) If you've seen a clown head floating around, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Ah. Now we move on back to another past episode, which was this was just as scary. I bring you back to the spookiest road I think I've ever heard about, State Route 74, Ortega also known as Highway. Yeah, <laughs> and Angela, I put this in my notes. We can hit it up on our way to Vegas. Yes, we can. Yeah, yes, I we can. Go look at it. Side note: After we aired this episode. I, I mentioned that my sister lived close by Ortega and then I was talking to her after because she used to live in San Diego and I was talking to her after the episode aired and she was like, oh, yeah, I used to drive on that highway all the time. It is scary. You get crazy vibes. And she <laughs> used to go off roading there, too. And she's like, it is terrifying. It's, it's scary, really right? scary. And then, you know, I was we were talking about the things that that were discovered on Ortega Highway. And she's like, she didn't no, know no, she didn't know that. She's like, I'm definitely never going on that highway. I'm so glad that I don't live over there anymore. Yay. But like, yeah. Oh, that is so creepy. That yeah, she that- can confirm. It is a scary highway. And it's windy, crazy right? It's yeah. just so windy. So I guess that can be really deterring too, because you're just going around curves and curves and you don't know what to see. And yeah. Expect, so. Yeah. <laughs> On the website backpackverse.com, someone wrote in their personal encounter with the ghost clown. I don't like the ghost clown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I'm like getting chills again already. <laughs> Just thinking this about is this pretty creepy. Ghost clown. No, it's creepy. This comes from Joshua oh. H. Okay. It was a hot weekend and I was bored. With it being such a beautiful day outside, I knew that I had to do something outdoors, but there was nothing coming to mind. I could walk along the beach, dipping my toes in the water. I could hit up some bars with friends. Heck, I maybe even break out the old bicycle and cruise around a little bit while the breeze of the beautiful California air whisked through my hair. However, these were things that I always did, and I wanted to do something that was a bit out of the norm. No, stick, <laughs> stick to what you know. Stick to what you know. Those He's sound really, like perfectly wonderful, lovely things to do. But he wants to, to go on an adventure. But no, because no. or did know this was going to happen. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but ah, I can already tell you ominous. that those, <laughs> the other options sound perfectly wonderful <laughs> and lovely <laughs> to those. You're funny. All right. That's when I decided to hit up some friends on Facebook and see if anyone had any ideas. One of my friends suggested that a nice cruise along the Ortega Highway, which is also referred to as Highway 74 or Route 74, would be something cool and different to get into. That person is not your friend. (laughs) (laughs) You run away. (laughs) Oh, man. I asked him if he'd like to join and we were off. Oh, the friend went. Oh, goodness. That person's crazy. (laughs) I've been known among my friends as an adrenaline junkie. 
I was the guy who skateboarded, rode motorcycles, and was always getting himself into some sort of trouble. With that being said, Highway 74 is definitely a spot you can hit up if you want an adrenaline rush. Yeah. First of all, the curves are absolutely insane. If you're not careful, you could end up losing control of your vehicle and end up in the hospital, or worse, the morgue. As a matter of fact, this highway has claimed its fair share of lives due to automobile accidents. As if that's not enough, what my friend and I found off-road was even worse. So we pulled over at this place alongside the road called Quest Diagnostics, which I mentioned earlier. <laughs> and that's when things started to get very interesting, to say the least. Uh-oh. We were eager to get out of the car because we needed a serious leg-stretching moment and because the road was starting to drive my friend's anxiety levels through the roof. Unfortunately, this place wasn't going to make the situation any better whatsoever. While we're stretching our legs, we decide to do a little bit of exploring of the area. In particular, we saw this clown-like figure in the distance that looked like one of those garden gnomes you'd pick up from a Home Depot or something no. like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't like nope. it. <laughs> my friend thought it'd be hilarious to get a picture with it and say we picked up a hitchhiker on our trip uh. and share the photo on my Facebook post from earlier. As we started walking towards this clown statue, it was like we were never getting any closer to it. <laughs> it was as if it was somehow moving away from us, but without moving. Uh -huh. Then all of a sudden, it just vanished. I don't even know how to explain the whole thing, but it vanished right in front of our eyes. Now it was starting to get late and the sun was going down, but this thing clearly disappeared in front of us like a mirage or something. This really had us feeling creepy, creeped out, so we decided to turn around and run back to the car. When we turned around, we noticed the streetlights were flickering like crazy, and we could see the clown statue appear briefly <laughs> under the streetlights <laughs> no. every time the lights would go out. No! No! <laughs> as we ran towards the car, we could hear the laughter of a clown. No. As if it was somehow following us, but we couldn't see it. No. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, we were so damn scared that we never got any pictures <laughs> and no one believes us. Uh-huh. Either way, I can tell you one thing. I'll stay at home and watch television before I ever go back to that place again because I don't need any more true spooky stories in my life, that's for sure. I don't care how bored I get. Yeah, see, stick to what you know. <laughs> you Go to the it. ocean. <laughs> Go where it's safe. Go where it's safe. Go with the lights on. Oh, the can sun you up. imagine, like, working at Quest Diagnostic? No. Like, you have to go there every day. And know all these stories around you? No. And you, but what happens if you look outside the window? How many like, times have you seen that stupid clown? No. And the clown isn't even the worst it's one. It's not the worst one. Yeah. It's the other thing that wants yes. to take your soul. And eat your soul. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that looks like some skeletal figure yeah no no thank you oh, dude so i don't like that artega 74 so are we gonna go uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she's hesitant we're gonna do it okay uh, we'll move on okay the clown craze of 2016 oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you remember this? Absolutely, I remember this. This was like the scariest thing ever. It was insane. I hated it. Yeah, we're going to go into it. I hated it. it. Now, I thought because I thought it was because of the It movie, but the It movie didn't come out till 2017. 2017. Yeah. yeah. So, where why 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. People are crazy. People are insane, man. I keep wanting to say insane clown posse. (laughs) And I'm sorry for any of you juggalos out there if you (laughs) are listening. You lover lover of them. (laughs) But like, oh, man, I keep trying not to say that because I know that like, you know, it's a. It's a group. Yeah. And but still, but clowns, still, man. man. Clowns. clowns. Okay, <laughs> so like I was telling Angela, so in the United States, this is only our country in 2016. Yeah, there was some insane wave of, of clown hysteria. Okay, now it started in August when police were getting phone call after phone call regarding complaints about a clown or a person dressed in clown clothing trying to lure kids into the woods in Greenville, South Carolina. <sighs> Gosh. Yeah, that's the best. I think it's the best costume to try to do that with because it's the scariest thing it's ever. It's the scary. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, if you're trying to lure children into yeah. the woods dressed as a clown. Well, OK, it's kind <laughs> of like a Darwin effect. I think you'll you'll only get the kids that are not that smart <laughs> because it's too scary. I think like they, most they kids have be like introduced. To clowns. Uh, yeah. No, yep. I'm not going to follow this weird this painted thing. thing. Right. Oh, man. So in August 21st, in an August 21st report, sorry, Greenville County deputies stated that a woman said her son had seen, quote unquote, clowns in the woods around 830 p.m. Then an investigating deputy spoke with someone else who claimed to have seen a large figured clown with a blinking nose standing under a post light (laughs) near the garbage (laughs) dumpster area. The person Uh. said the clown waved at her and she waved back, but the clown didn't approach her. Why would you wave back? I would run. I'd be like, uh, no, no. Yeah, just I'm leaving now. I don't like you. I don't. Yeah, I would probably (laughs) yell that. I don't like you. I don't like you. I've done that before. Like if I like get talked into going to uh, like a haunted house around Halloween or haunted right. mazes or whatever. I yell at the performers. I don't like I you. don't get like away. Those, yeah. I yell at them. I don't go to those <laughs> because I don't want them around me. Exactly. Yeah. So I would yell at the clown. I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the children had told their parents that several clowns were seen in the woods trying to persuade them to follow them with large amounts of money. Ooh. No. No. God, why why people? Like why? Just to think it's fun? I have no idea. I, I have no idea. One uh, resident said that she was in front of her apartment one evening. One of her sons told her that she had that he had seen clowns in the wood woods whispering and making strange noises. Mm. Another resident of that same apartment complex went into the woods area where her son told her he had seen clowns and she did see several clowns in the woods flashing green laser lights before running off. Why people? (laughs) Nope. One juvenile caller. Such a nightmare. It's creepy, (laughs) right? One juvenile caller alleged that someone was taking photographs of kids in the neighborhood. Mm. Then they saw a person dressed as a clown coming up out of the woods before going away. An investigation was launched, but nothing came of it, thankfully. 
um, kids were claiming that they lived in a house in the woods. I didn't write this in my notes that it like if you went through the woods, uh-huh. there was a house, but there wasn't one. So we had no idea where they came from. That's so crazy. I bet it was the kids just like taking turns, dressing up like no. clowns and like <laughs> doing it. Yeah. yeah. Rotation. No, oh, I, I don't not. know. That is not a good clown training no, school. No. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good trick either. No, I hey, don't like it. Then in oh, September no. of 2016, they're roughly... There were roughly nine clown arrests in Alabama. <laughs> it's a lengthy article brought to you by AAL.com slash Birmingham Real Time News. But basically, these nine arrests involve people threatening schools and other people as clowns. Oh, God. Yes, there were threats made through social media to other juveniles and students. And thankfully, the police were able to track everyone down. But some were considered terrorist threats due to the violence they promised to commit. Dude. Very intense. That is taking a little too far. A prank too far. Exactly. Yeah. Seven of the nine, which consisted of two adults and five juveniles, <sighs> faced felony charges. Schools were even on lockdown due to the threats. One social media account that was identified was Flomo Clown and was taken down, but then soon after it was right back up. And Facebook refused to take the second account down because it did not meet their criteria for removal. Oh my gosh. I checked and yes, it's still up, but the last time they posted was in 2018. It's morbid because it talks about catching kids and eating them. No. And there's the page. No, no. Don't ever go to that page. No. The profile photo and their their background image. It's it's not cool. No, I don't. I don't have nightmares. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get away. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Now in October, hundreds of Pennsylvania State University students, aka angry mob, decided to swarm surrounding campus streets for a clown hunt because a rumor was spread that a clown was on campus. That was it. (laughs) There was a clown on campus, and they were like, "Let's get get him." Let's get it. Lastly, in Connecticut, more social media threats to high schools with menacing-looking clowns were spread, which resulted in the school district banning all clown costumes and any quote-unquote symbols of terror. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. So that, that, but that's all there was in 2016. It just, this big craze took off and all these events happened with all these clowns and then it just died away. Yeah, so it started off probably just like, I don't know how innocent, but like it yeah. started off as like one thing and then people are like, just ooh, snowballed. let's go viral yeah. and let's, social media. Yeah, like, took let's off just because it. it's 2016, not social media just going nuts and yeah. people getting paid to mm-hmm. <laughs> to go viral and, and, and become influencers and all that stuff. That's don't use clowns. Crazy. Don't use clowns. OK, so quick clown story to lighten the mood. <laughs> I don't know if I've told this story before, but when I was, I think, 13 I did my last time trick-or-treating okay last time trick-or-treating my friends dressed up as like cheerleaders cute Cute things cute tiny little skirts and you know whatever they had caught on to that part of Halloween I was in a clown costume (laughs) (laughs) I had like a big rainbow curly wig oh my god I don't know if I did makeup but I had a clown nose I had like the clown costume on I borrowed my brother's high tops. He wore like a size 13, oh, big perfect. feet, right? Yeah. And so I went as a clown. And okay. so I was like, oh, I totally missed the memo here. But <laughs> it's like Mean Girls. <laughs> I know, right? So we were out trick-or-treating. And then this group of like 15-year-old boys started chasing us. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, no. 
and I'm running and one of my shoes falls off because, you know, they're too big. Oh, no. And so I stop to get my shoe and the boys run right past me and they start go past me and are chasing my friends that are dressed as cheerleaders, cheerleaders right? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So that's one story where being dressed up as a clown. It worked out. Worked out for me. <laughs> that's amazing. I love it. Yay. I love it. You know, and I, you know, my favorite clown actually is Krusty the Clown. So I can say that not all clowns are bad, right? Yes. <laughs> but Krusty the Clown is amazing. <laughs> he's like, you know, uh, this old man that chain smokes and <laughs> yes. like a monkey. <laughs> awesome i love him so he makes it better okay all right lastly yes i know this hotel (laughs) (laughs) we're going down to vegas well not vegas we're going to tonopa yes uh, nevada yes to the clown motel to the clown motel this place have you heard of this place oh yeah i've seen so many episodes of paranormal investigators going to this clown motel isn't that crazy the owner of the motel seems perfectly lovely yes he loves clowns yes like i'm gonna go into that it's all about like it's a sheer love it's a love it's a joy he he grew up loving it yeah and these some of the clowns in these rooms are terrifying Oh my gosh! And it's well, I'm your. I'll let you. No, talk. you're good. You're good. But I'm glad you know of it, though. Yeah, and it's right next to a cemetery. Yep. Good me. Yeah. I well, I know you're gonna get there. <laughs> but man, this place. This place, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Talk about it, because if you don't know the Clown Motel, Google it. It I'm, is yeah, terrifying. I'm gonna show people. images on socials for sure. On oh this. yeah, it's spooky. Okay. The opening statement on U.S. Ghost Adventures about this place. Yes. What do you find creepiest? Clowns? Ghosts? Cemeteries? How about all three of them at once? Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. But we're going to rewind back to 1901 when Tonopah was a new town and the Tonopah Cemetery laid its first body to rest, John Randall Weeks. Then in the spring of 1911... The cemetery was just plain full with roughly 300 bodies. The reason why it filled up so quickly was due to the quote unquote Tonopah plague of 1902 when a severe pneumonia swept through the town due to a lack of sanitary conditions. But strangely, it only affected grown men. What? I don't know. How? That's why they call it like a curse. Oh, that's weird, man. I didn't know that. Yep. That's crazy. There you go. Then in February of 1911, right before the cemetery met its max capacity, a devastating fire broke out in the Tonopah Belmont mine that killed 17 miners. Aww. The Tonopah Cemetery, wouldn't you guess, as Angela would just said, it's a stone throw, stone's throw away from the Clown Motel, nicknamed America's Scariest Motel. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> the motel was built in 1985 by Leona and Leroy David, and they did so to honor their father, who had 150 clowns when he passed away. Yeah, that's too many. That's too many. It's <laughs> about 150 <laughs> Their father, Clarence David, was buried in the old Tonopah Cemetery. So the David children wanted the motel next to the cemetery to display his clown collection and build upon it with their dad close by. Oh, well, that's sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? Huh? (laughs) 
The current owner, I think it's how I pronounce his name, it's Hamie Anand, I'm going to guess, yes. purchased a clown motel, thank you, co- purchased a clown motel from Bob Perchetti, who owned the motel for over two decades. Prior to owning the hotel, he was a lover and collector of clowns. When first taking over, he added 200 of his own clowns <laughs> to the already 800 <laughs> clown artifacts in the hotel. Oh, no. Today, there are roughly 2,000 clowns now that all live in the lobby. Oh, I know. It's crazy. It's so crazy. There's a sign that says, caution, museum has some haunted clowns. Yeah. Are you still want to enter? Are you still want to enter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. good grammar there. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a there's fun clown. Ronald- oh, no. <laughs> He's pretty spooky. There's spooky clowns everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. Why? 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 <laughs> I've asked that question so many times today. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. So oh, as no. Angela's mentioned, so there's our themed rooms such as Friday the 13th room, a Halloween room, an exorcist room, and an it room. Yep. So there's the exorcist room. Yep. And there's the it room. Yep. <laughs> Giant Pennywise <laughs> on the wall. You can oh. sleep right next right to him next if you to want him. to. Yeah. He's so he's so calming. Oh goodness me. But soon after Anand purchased the hotel, he believed that the non-living were more frequent visitors. He claims that he would hear sounds that resemble footsteps, knocking, and voices drifting from unoccupied rooms. His belief is that the ghosts in his hotel are from the cemetery next door and that they aren't there to cause any trouble or harm. Well, of course he's going to say, oh, the ghosts are friendly because he wants you to come stay stay in this creepy motel. (laughs) You're right. And although some visitors say this motel is just a plain motel with an odd theme, many others swear up and down that it is haunted. Before we dive into visitor claims, note that back in Pueblo Native American history, some would dress in clown-like costumes to quote-unquote release their own personalities and welcomed possessions of nearby spirits. No! (laughs) So legend states that the clown statues act as vessels for the miners' ghosts and that clowns themselves allow for portal into the spirit world. Interesting. That's very it interesting. Related to the Native American thought, so. because you know, theoretically, there are dolls there that are haunted, exactly. and they will move and do things on exactly. their own. Exactly. Okay. There you go. With that, people have witnessed apparitions walking to the graveyard from the hotel and back, and hear disembodied voices saying, "We mind, and we died that day." <laughs> a particular man had been leaving the cemetery and walking around the property at all hours of the day. And when one of the previous owners attempted to make contact with the spirit, he froze and vanished before the owner's eyes. Whoa, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Also, clowns themselves have been seen leaving the cemetery, balloons and all. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Why have the balloons made no. it worse, right? Yes. Why? Why did the balloons make it worse? They do. They do, right? It yes. Just adds to it. Yes. Why? Spooky. <laughs> I don't know. It's spooky. Now, supposedly, room 108 is one of the most haunted rooms in the motel. Visitors claim that they heard disembodied voices here, as well as moved and or missing items. The nickname for this poltergeist is the trickster. And this supposed main spirit has been seen coming from the cemetery and taking the form of a a clown. clown. 
<laughs> the most nope report I've read <laughs> about it uh-huh. is that guests have testified to seeing a nearly seven foot tall <laughs> clown standing at the foot of their bed while they wake up in a cold no, sweat. No, 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 no. It's too big. <laughs> it's too big. It's too big. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't one. like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, I don't want I'm that. I'm crying. <laughs> I don't like it. Can you imagine uh, though? You wake no, up. I don't want to. No, thank you. Oh, seven oh. foot tall clown. Seven foot, of foot bed. tall clown. Is he holding a balloon? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> make it even worse. I have no idea. But just alone, that's oh. no, 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 no. There are so many reviews and mostly positive about the management. But one guest wrote in. I heard a knock last night at my door. I checked and nothing was there. I also heard voices throughout the night and found scratches on the wall. Ooh. <laughs> Could have been a rat, but you never know. <laughs> Another guest said his wife heard a creepy laugh outside the door, felt several cold spots in the room, and she even felt something poke her arm in the middle of the night that was not her husband. Nope. Don't touch me, man. Don't touch me. Don't touch me, bro. Don't touch me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Lastly, one visitor said they caught Charlie the Clown. I don't know which one this is, but it's in the museum. Okay. Move on camera. And it was intense. When they finally got into their room, the lights kept flickering. Bathroom light was going on and off. And they claimed to hear so many voices and felt like someone was behind them. Dude, I do not want to be those people. No, thank you. We probably want to stop by, but we shouldn't stay there. We can walk through the museum. Okay. We are not spending the night. No, I, I We won't. can walk through the museum. Okay. And, and then, then we'll then sage ourselves so that it, like, yep, gets everything yep, off. Yep, 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 okay. yep. And be like, no, we're nope. not. Yeah. You cannot drive with us. You cannot. That's you not, can so hear. much juju, though. If we Seriously. do the, the Highway 74 and Oh, this, and then the Cloud Motel. Oh, my gosh, Nicole. That's a lot. I, I don't think we'd survive. I don't know. <laughs> Keep on driving. No, like <laughs> but there's our special episode. We'll have to wear like our depends when we do this. <laughs> I for sure will. <laughs> Double it. Oh man! But our special episode of clowns. Uh, we made it through, team! Yay! That was pretty intense. Good job, end, Stitchers. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm crying. Uh, and we're not even done because we got to do. It was so good. Oh, we have movie time. But before we do movie time, let me do my little <laughs> plugs. <laughs> they can make it through this. Okay, go. Get you it. guys know this by now. If you have any clown stories of your own, you can email us at theominousstitch at gmail.com. Or if you just want to say hi, happy 50th. Hey. What has been your favorite episode? Oh, yeah. Let us know. Yeah. What do you want to hear us do this next year? We want to talk to you, so please talk to us. Email us at theominousstitch at gmail.com. Yep. You can also jump over to any of our social medias. We're on all of the things, all mostly things. Instagram, but we're on all of the things. True, so you true. can find us there. Mm-hmm. You can also catch us on podbean.com, where you can see all of the show notes from all of the episodes that we've done so far. You can also click on that special little magic button up in the upper right-hand Woo-hoo. corner called Become a Patron. Yay. Join our wonderful patrons. We're starting a patron army. So <laughs> a small but mighty a army. small but mighty army. And we will send you things. We will give you shout outs. Shout outs. We will. I don't know. 
send you things send yeah if you if you yeah depending on how much you you give we'll give you, you get patron episodes too i forgot <gasps> about those yeah yes <laughs> we do have patron we're, we're episodes getting them. They're, they're not all the way there but we're getting we're, them we're getting them out yeah, so if you them. want if you want even more of us <laughs> you can uh, become a patron and get those special little episodes that you don't get to release okay so more clowns are we ready for movie time Let's finish this movie time <laughs> episodes movie time i made angela Mo- watch a two-parter yeah we're gonna review it 2017 release 7.3 stars on imdb and the synopsis for this one in the summer of 1989 a group of bully kids band together to destroy a shape-shifting monster which disguised itself as a clown and preys on the children of Derry, their small main town the second one is it chapter two released in 2019 imdb rating of 6.5 stars and the synopsis, 27 years after their first encounter with the terrifying Pennywise, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings them back. Yay! Okay, so I have seen the miniseries. So this is like the one of those... old Tim Curry version. Yes, yeah, yeah. this is one of those rare things where I actually have seen what she's recommended um but i saw the miniseries yes. yeah the miniseries back uh, that miniseries is <laughs> it's, it's so dated fun. but it was fun. it's dated it's fun i so i already knew the story right i absolutely prefer these two movies i like the way it was broken down where they do the kid and mm-hmm. then the 27 years later because right. in the miniseries they, they kind of put it together it. right yeah that's right so um these were cool They're movies. So good. They were so, so good. cool. And I'll have you know, I did watch them at night and I stayed awake. I didn't fall asleep. Hey, good job. That never happens, you guys. Once <laughs> the kids go to bed, if I watch if I try to watch a movie after I put the kids to bed, I inevitably will fall asleep on the couch and I'll have to watch it in the morning or That's sometime right. later. But I made it through because it was you so like you know it's entertaining it's good yeah it's there's a lot of little nuances that you have to like actually watch because it those are the those parts when it's quiet Uh uh-huh that scared me the most that like kind of got me yeah you get those little jump scares Mm -hmm. i i love it because it definitely plays on some very common fears oh yeah you get the jump scares you get that crazy clown bill sarsgaard sarsgaard (laughs) sarsgaard Bill Skarsgård Skarsgård was so good. It like uh, have you seen his audition tape when he does Pennywise without the uh-huh. makeup? Yes. It's so He's intense good. already. Yeah, in it's that. so good. Yes. And just the way his face can Yes, like, he curl. knows how yeah. to manipulate his facial expressions. Yeah. So, so well. I mean it was even good without the makeup yes. and then they put all that prosthetics and on him and it's so, so good. Yeah. It's so I loved good. It. I mean Tim Curry is an awesome No, he was Pennywise, great. But, but dude, he was scary. He's really he worked it. He knew what yeah. he was doing. The, and the and the cast was fantastic. Yes. The kids were so the good. The kids were so good. And then they cast really well the adults. Yeah. They were you totally saw the adult and yeah. the kid. You saw them. They, yes. they did so it was so And my perfect. favorite was Bill Hader. Bill He's Hader. So I love good. Bill Hader. So good. 
But what I what got me this movie it was just the intros for both of them, how intense they were, mm-hmm. right? Because you know what's you know what to expect, right, from the old miniseries. Yeah, yeah. But this was like another level and yeah. how they did it, and just like it's so sad, and you feel so like you you want to do something and you can't for that little kid at the beginning for like, Georgie. Yes. Yeah, you want to help him, and you know that Georgie's not going to make it. Cause yes, you know, because you know, that's how it sets up the whole movie premise. But yeah, and the way that that Pennywise plays on that for Bill, mm-hmm. you know, Georgie's brother, and the through line of that story and how Bill has to keep overcoming that by killing Georgie. Yes, <laughs> like, all the time. Right. Oh. Yep. It's so heart wrenching, but I yeah. I really liked these movies. They're equally terrifying and hilarious. <laughs> like you're scared and then you're laughing. Yep, and then you're scared and laughing. And it's you like go back tension and, and release. Like yeah, it's perfect. It's good. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah, and they don't feel as long as what they are because <laughs> they're they're not. They're short. really long. I had really to pause it a few times because I would start it and I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta go make dinner or I yeah, pause it yeah. And I was watching you. Know, and so. you get that special Stephen King cameo. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. that's so good. Yeah. Um, couple things is that. I, I have to be honest. I got the book from my, my mother-in-law. She's yeah, like, hey. I haven't read the book. Yeah. She's so. like, hey, here's the book. I'm gonna re- this was like a few years ago and I started it and then I just never had time to finish it. And I know the book has a lot of nuances that are a little different and how like the kids are portrayed a little differently. Yeah. But I need to read the book. Yeah. I know it's really good. Yeah. Um, but my favorite scene, uh-huh. I'm like grabbing it. I know she is. She's so excited. <laughs> Cause I, I don't know if you've all noticed this because again, those, those subtle nuances just are just so good, but it's when, uh, Ben is in the library uh-huh. and he's reading the book. Uh-huh. Do you remember seeing the lady behind him? No. Oh, she's staring at him and yeah. he's looking through it and she's like, you can see her. She's like behind. She's like staring at him the whole time. Oh, it's, I didn't notice see? that. Okay, So if you rewatch it, watch that part. That okay. just it gets me like gives goosebumps because you can like oh, those subtle little things. Yeah. That's why you have to really pay attention to this movie. Um, that creeped me out. Like <gasps> it's just like in that second one when, um, Beverly, of, yeah, when okay. Beverly's in her old home, yeah, and she's looking at things. Same thing, where yeah. you see the old lady kind of watching her from behind, and oh. she's like running. Did you see? Yeah, that? yeah, 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 and yeah, she yeah, runs yeah. And she's like naked, and she runs away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, those little things in this movie, like, it's so brilliant, and how like you just don't, you have to catch everything, you have to watch it because they're so subtle and they're so quick, mm-hmm. but it's so creepy at the same time. Oh yeah, I'll have to watch, watch it. it again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love these movies, guys. Now, yeah. I don't know if you feel like this, but the second one, just like in the miniseries, uh-huh. the second one's not as scary as the first one. Oh, like, really? Yeah, like there's some good things, but the ending, like the ending just like... Okay, yeah, yeah I wanted okay. to talk about the ending. <laughs> good, talk about the ending. <sighs> Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's good. But the way that they kill it i'm like really you just make fun of yeah, the clown exactly. like <laughs> oh you make him feel small i know like, it's like why didn't you do that in the beginning come right? on guys like when they were kids they were like he feeds on fear so right. you so can't be scared it. so yeah. that's good and then they forget all about that in the second movie because right. they're adults and and it's when you're an adult magic yeah, yeah it's fine yeah. you know when you're an adult you forget there's you know you forget things when you're a little kid. And, well, and this, the, the speci- this specific um, example. So for dairy, it kind of like holds it in so that when you leave, 
you forget it. So I think just because he doesn't want people coming back, right, as adults. Oh, they forget uh-huh. everything. that. Oh, that makes so sense. So that he can keep killing little kids every 27 years yeah. and adults and whatever, but he can keep doing what he wants to do. Because I was wondering, I'm like, why do people still live there if this happens every 27 years? Because they're weird. It's probably a brain trick. I have no idea. Yeah. But mean, they it ignore it. But you be. see it. You see the, the old adults like ignore everything. They do. Which is like insane. her dad didn't see all the blood in yeah. the bathroom. So yeah. they don't see it because their adult minds probably are just uh, totally different, which is normal, right? Yeah. You, kids are you more have sensitive. More, more complex thought processes and you're able to compartmentalize and block things right. out as you're And adult. we're not as afraid as when we were kids, yeah, right? That's true. So, but yeah, I didn't. I. Yes, the ending <laughs> when they ridicule. Yeah, the, yeah. The, Pennywise the Native American thing, and then having him turn small. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, mm, whatever. Okay. Yeah, but him be co- coming from Earth, like coming to Earth as an alien. That that was cool. I like that idea of he's not even from this planet. No, and he's eating us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Killer clowns from outer space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that one? Yes, <laughs> I've seen it. You know what's funny? My husband started that not too long ago because we're like, I, I can't remember this movie, and we started watching. It's like this is so ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So it's bad. quite ridiculous. It's so bad. <laughs> but I digress. Um, yeah. So that that also brings up a good point. When in the second movie, movie when they show how um, who's the bully? Uh, uh, Henry Bowers. Henry Bowers. Yeah. Yeah. So when he comes out, when all the dead bodies are like slough out from the oh yeah sewer, wouldn't anyone notice all the dead bodies coming out <laughs> right <laughs> right when you that? think so yeah but no apparently not and that was weird I, those little things like that they're like it's just the, the adults like don't ignored. notice it yeah, yeah. I'm like why hasn't anybody torn down the house right <laughs> i thought the same thing too like there's this like decrepit house with if you look at across the street there's like a field with some old cars, right? Uh-huh. But when at the end you see the house collapse, you see this really nice, nice house next to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, wouldn't the neighbors be out? They're like, what the hell's happening? Yeah. Right. Now? Right. right? That's yeah. what I was learning too. Yeah. I'm like, where are all the people watching Where's this Where's everybody? <laughs> yeah. Where have all the people gone? <laughs> <laughs> but it's still such a good movie. I love the well, two part movie. I think they mm-hmm. did such a better remake of it. I think so too. It, you, care a lot about the characters you really dive into their stories there's Mm -hmm. a lot that's going on with everybody's individual stories Mm -hmm. and they're funny and they're fun and they're relatable and you get so happy when Ben and Bev finally like figure it out (laughs) so cute and those kids are really good actors yeah they are like you believe them yeah so I thought I loved it. And then, yeah. that, like you said, the banter between Eddie and Richie. Oh, they're so funny. They're awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's it's good. If you haven't watched it like me, <laughs> go out and watch it. It's yes. on no, HBO, HBO Max. Max. Well, they call it Max now. Yeah. <laughs> it's Max. on Max. If you're in the know and you're cool. <laughs> it's on Max. So IMDb rated these relatively high. Like 7.3 and 6.8. Like I said, the second oh six point five. The second one, I think they most people agree with me. Like they like the first one a little more. Oh, see, I kind of I may have liked the second one a little more. Interesting. Because it's just well, I like the way that I think I'm comparing it to the original one because I liked that the stories were separate, and I liked the adult actors in this one way better than the adult actors oh, in the other one. Yes, and. 
also though there were a few times where in my brain I'm wondering like how many takes did they have to do because they get so intense <laughs> yes and they're right. yelling in each other's face I'm like how many times did they break when they're doing that because That's true. like <laughs> Bill Hader would make me laugh all the time I probably wouldn't be able to hold character he's oh, so good he's so good yeah yeah and the Chinese no, he restaurant had me too, from the moment where he walked on screen and puked all over yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like Bill Hader's Bill in this Hader, I love yay. it Oh, well, so what would good. you rate? Oh, let's let's do a combination rating. So, what would you rate? The whole thing, yes. I would rate it high. It would be like in the eights for me. Yay! Yeah. Look at you. Good storytelling. I enjoyed it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I I would probably give it a nine almost because <gasps> I would watch these over and over again. Yeah. They're so yeah. good. They're good. Especially that first one. Yeah. That yeah. Good. 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 So I'm so glad we got to watch this movie. Yay! <laughs> She was like, we're going to watch both It's. And I was like, uh. <laughs> and my groan wasn't necessarily for the movies, but it yes. was because I knew we were going to do clowns. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Oh, this has been a fun. Happy, Happy year. Happy 50th, man. Happy 50th. Oh, kumbaya. kumbaya. <laughs> I'm just so glad. Yeah, this was. This Here's was a, a red balloon for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, last thing before I have to say. Yes. When this movie, the first one came out, uh -huh. and I was talking to my coworkers about it, uh -huh. the day after I walk into my office, there's a red balloon <laughs> just floating <laughs> in my office. And I knew my coworkers were the best because they got me, and it was so good. Uh, so, yeah. Yay. yay that's it. funny. Yeah. So. Uh, that's a good note to end this episode on. Yay. I love it. Oh, thank you guys so much for a year of listening. And until next time, we'll see you, Stitchers. See you, Stitchers. Uh -huh.